Okay, hello, y'all. This is my first uh, podcast, um, and I want to talk about self-mastery um, and how it's related, deeply related to self-love, right? Self-mastery is self-love, and that's what it's going to be about. And the whole mirroring process, um, the mirroring process can be a really, you know, you hear a lot about people saying if you're attracted in your life, you you manifested it. And I, you know, I do energy work. So everything to me, I look at it, every situation, I always look at it from an energy base first before I look at what's physically happened. I take myself out and look at it from an energy base. And I do that because everything that's created on the 3D realm, like it it happened first spiritually. Like this is the last, when we, when it shows up physically, even a dis-ease, right? When it shows up physically for us, this is the last state of the manifestation. This is when it's fully manifested, when it shows up to the 3D realm. When we see the experience happening physically, the dis-ease, dis-ease happening, it is the last stage. But it first happens spiritually, energetically um, first. So in order to the root to the problem would not be trying to change the physical. This is why people continue to heal physical ailments or heal things physically, but they end up coming back or showing up in another way, but stronger because you didn't get to the root, the essence of the problem or what really was going on. You didn't learn the lesson. You didn't really transform, do the inner work of why you created it in the first place, whether it was consciously or subconsciously. So I always go to the energy field first and I do the work around changing things on that level down. And to me, that's always related to the knowing that when you know you're an old soul, anyone that believes in like, if you resonate with the whole reincarnation that we were here before, you were here before, um, that I believe we attract different things consciously or unconsciously in our life today. And also past karma connections and karma relationships and different stuff like that. Or just karma just bring energy you've put out, you're getting it back somehow. Whether it's from this lifetime or the other one. And I can say I can really testify in how this changed my life. And how I've used the practice of I might be messing it up. But I'm going to say it anyway. Okay. It's the Okapona old. Hokapona, something like that. You know, when people say, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me and thank you. Um, I was raised in Israel. I remember when I was living in Israel and I had this great debt, right? Um, and in Israel, if you're in debt, you cannot leave the country. Now, even though I'm a dual citizen, I was born in America, raised in Israel, I was still a citizen of Israel. So in order for me to leave the country, I would have to leave with my, you know, Israeli passport first and um, to leave Israel. So I felt like I was in prison for a long time because I had this debt and I was like, I'm an American citizen. I can't even go back to America. So I had this big thing and then I, it was a lot of anger around it because my debt was from helping other people. So I was not only like in debt, but it was like, oh, it's not even mine, blah, 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 the whole story, right? And this is something that I found out about this debt when I was pregnant with my first child. Like I, I didn't, I, I always kept up with everything, and I found out about it when I was pregnant with my first child. So anyway, um, and my child, I was finally needing to leave and wanting to leave, and decided I wanted to leave. 
So I knew that I had to face this. And at first it was the resistance around, well, even though I had to first come to the conclusion because in my mind it was like, I didn't have the debt, so I'm not paying it, right? So I had to come to the first thing that, you know what, I helped them, so I'm just going to have to deal with it, period, because I want to leave. Um, and then I remember like, you know, I was doing all the ways they, you know, different kind of ways they have where you can try to get out of debt or see the country, just all kind of different stuff that, you know, trying to figure out ways to pay this off, um, trying to, you know, all kind of stuff. Um, you know, the way this, you go through the process and everything I was doing was, I was like, I was running into a brick wall. It was not happening for me. So I'm like, okay, just going to be, and the thing about it is every time you can have a new bill and someone can decide to put a hold on you to leave. So you can have a hold on you from different places. It's just if someone, if you're in debt and they decide, so it's like, you know, it's like you can be feeling like you're paying this off and then something else pops on you and you can't leave, whatever. So I was doing that. And it just kept seeming like I was running into brick walls. You know, I was working part time. Um, I don't like the word single mother, but I was raising my children, just me out there. And in Israel, we didn't have a lot of family because it was a, me and my immediate family moved there. Um, my mother had transitioned and my father, um, he had Alzheimer's. So it was like, you know, um, just, you know, just me and my kids and my sister and hers and, you know, my short, small family that was there. Um, and anyway, I'm telling this story for a reason. OK, so. When I found out about the Okaponas, um, I started doing that. And his his theory, if you ever watched, listen to the story, he talks about, well, not theory, but anyway, he talks about how, you know, he really took responsibility. And he seen, he was like, I don't even need to meet with the patients. I just uh, need to know their name because even if it wasn't from this lifetime, maybe somehow... I, they were reflecting of the energy that I had in another lifetime, right? So he did the work behind it. They said the only thing he, he was saying in English was, I love you. I apologize. Forgive me. Thank you. To me, that's taking your responsibility and, like you said, clearing energy um, because our words are powerful. And um, he did that. And I started to use that method. Even the people who I knew, you know, we were in debt with that we really didn't owe them a whole bunch of different stuff. I'm not going to go too much into the story because it's a lot to it. I will one day, but not today. Um, but I, I really started doing the process and doing some other inner spiritual work to clear out my debt in energetically um, and to take responsibility for everything. Right. And not in a way because it's the line between blaming self and blaming someone else. It wasn't to the case of saying, oh, it's my fault, but just for the acknowledgement part. Because when you acknowledge something, well, we go back full circle. We talked about triggers, right? And how we reflect different things in our life. When you acknowledge, you know, first of all, why are you triggered? To me, a trigger is, a, is, is this person is pulling on an energy cord inside of you. And sometimes what they're pulling on is... It might not even be all the way related to what the, the subject is or what you're triggered about, but it might go deep and relate to like an abandonment issue. I'm just giving an example. Right. Or or whatever. It can be that case. Right. Um, people breaking up. It, it, it can it can lead to something else to take you somewhere else and where you need to heal. 
because the fact that you're being triggered, there's something in their energy is pulling on a string in you and it's irritating you. So that's an opportunity for you to grow. To me, the whole reflection mirror process is not that the whole that whole person is reflecting like everything about them is everything about you. But the things that usually can trigger us or the things, even the things we love about a person is a reflection. Remember, it's not just the negative. It's, it's all a reflection of something that's inside of us. When we see greatness in other people and we can celebrate it. That's why they say when you want the greatness in your life, you have to learn to celebrate other people when you're truly doing it from your heart, because not only you're celebrating them, but you're celebrating that same energy that the greatness that's within yourself. Right. So it helps you activate your greatness, just like when you're complaining about someone and you're pulling out all the things wrong with them. You're also pulling out your own skeletons. So every way how you respect and respond to people, you're actually doing it. You're respecting and responding to re reflecting and responding to yourself right so um and and yes I can definitely say that in telling I briefly told that story because in that situation when I really started to do the work like even the ones that were my enemy that I felt like were my inner me right because I always say inner me it's a reflection of something inside of me because why is this so important because whenever someone else has power over why something is not happening or is someone else fault or if this was not like that then you need that person's situation and external something to change in order for your situation to change but when you can take a responsibility on a spiritual level a higher level understanding this how powerful you are right and even if it wasn't from this lifetime uh-huh and without even having to go deep with all that every time something comes up from my mind i'm always like it was the all is divine in my for my highest good It's all divine with my highest good. Right. And during the process of me doing that inner cleaning when I was in Israel, I was doing the inner work, the Okapona. I was doing some other inner clearing um, my spiritual debt. I'll share. Um, and. And every time like reason, anything came up for me, my mantra, I found the mantra to consciously say, which will keep me was alignment was. Um, my mantra was all is divine for my highest good. All is divine. I don't care if it was neck, all is divine for my highest good. And any thought frame that came that was not of divinity for me, if it was false evidence that was trying to just come in my mind, it would clear itself out because it had no, it could not relate to my mantra. Now, if it was divine and it was in alignment, then it will have room to come through. It's like that mantra. It can be like, when you have a mantra you say over and over when you're doing a clearing process, that mantra can be like like a, um, a gatekeeper for your mind. Right. So in order for if a thought comes up and it's not in alignment with your higher good, your higher truth or your higher vision that you're holding, you can have a mantra that is like when the thought comes, if it doesn't resonate to this new vision that you're holding in your mind, it'll automatically just like it blocks it off from even going back and forth with you it's kind of like you're the you're the king or queen in your castle in your mind and that mantra is like the gatekeepers like right like if this is not divine for my highest good then you're can't you not coming through and i just keep saying that and if it, it and usually those thoughts just disappear they're like oh okay we can't go in there oh, okay we can't go in there oh okay right <laughs> So like I, I and you can even use that mantra just period just 
to find a mantra, something that works for me is all is divine for my highest good. All is divine for my highest good. Like even if it's some negative keep coming up, I'm like all is divine for my highest good. So if this negative situation, so-called negative situation is not, um, if it's not going to be divine for my highest good, it's going to, it's not going to go. Now, if my mind keeps connecting to it, then maybe this negative, so-called negative um, situation is a key to surpassing this is a key to an elevation within myself. Right. Because when you deal with energy, you know, um, yeah, I have so much in my mind. I'm going to make this short. <laughs> but when you deal with energy, energy is you know, like like the batteries, you have negative and positive. They're both connected to wholeness, which is to make energy, to make electricity. You need both. So, you know, they're both aligned. They both are divine, right? They both are necessary. And it's about finding harmony, harmonizing those energies within ourselves to find our truths, to connect us to our truths. So anyway, I just wanted to make that video, uh, my main video. Um, just share my thoughts right now is I just had a conversation while with some other women around this conversation and I wanted to share, um, just the whole process, the power of seeing our triggers as opportunities to grow the power of seeing our reflections, the whole power of the whole reflection, um, the mirror work, right? The whole power and how empowering it is for ourselves, And just like in the story, the old Capona, not only was he able in the end to he, you know, healed all of these patients. These were mentally ill people that were like locked up um, and he were he was able to heal them to the point where they closed down that vicinity because they were all healed. Now, um, you come probably find the story on youtube if i'm saying it right put in i love you i'm sorry forgive me thank you if i'm not pronouncing it right okapona ahokapona something like that um but just something that simple of um is a big element of our self-mastery right because we are multi-dimensional beings so we can't just think on this dimension and what we see with our physical eyes so Yep, I just wanted to share that. And that is what my first, um, that's what I want to talk about. It's really kind of like a blog. I'm not really sure how I'm going to go with this whole podcast. I just, am I saying it right, y'all? Um, when y'all get to know me, the way I speak, I'm an artist. I love dance. I love music. So the way I speak can seem to be all over the place, but it's all in alignment. It always come back full circle. So I'm going to be authentic and I hope it resonates with you. And I'll see y'all for the next video or the next podcast. I'm so used to doing videos. Okay, so this is my second podcast and I wanted to share. Um, I don't know if anyone's familiar with the after pattern. Man, that episode on point. <laughs> uh, right now, I am in a phase of um, relationship transformation, and um, but it's truly allowing me to mirror. Remember, I talked yesterday about the mirror to mirror what's going on inside of me, and um, 
and to really look at why I'm attracting these things, how it's reflecting things, it's pulling like a dark night of the soul kind of thing. Um, so I already know I was in a relationship earlier doing a cycle and I've never been the kind of person that's been like clingy or codependent. I've always been pretty much like, you know, and I found myself like I've like just I can't even explain it <laughs> it was like it wasn't me but it was just like and when I got this app when I was reading about that I was in this cycle I was like oh okay it make a lot of sense um so right now I've took a um oath of celibate just to really form a really strong relationship with myself on a whole new level. It's something about this work. Like you're constantly, you think you've done a work in one area, you've done it, and you're constantly going to be growing, right? Um, you're constantly going to be, it's like cleaning out different closets. This whole um, aspect of being oneness is like, but it's not when you're going through these cycles, you can feel like you just need to go through that cycle and then close yourself off from life and come back. But it's about learning to embrace, you know, the light and dark. And when you're in that shadow phase or you're in a shadow phase, just learn to make the best of it. Um, and when you change it, I guess for me, I'm learning when I change my perspective about what's coming up for me. And what the phase means, of course, a part of me is like, oh, I want this to be over, right? Um, but when I really allow myself to do the work, I've been doing a lot of love baths and just some really deep, deep meditation. And I, it's funny because without this even, I had a dream. And in my dream, it was like, I was being asked to face so many emotions like my my usual analytical or thinking mind or whatever that usually pushes me forward like it was like nope you're not finna use that right now you finna embrace these emotions this stuff that's coming up for you been doing a lot of crying and I don't even know why I'm sharing all this, but I need to get it out. Um, so I'm being really transparent right now because it's therapeutic, right? Um, and you never know, might touch somebody else or somebody else can relate, you know? Um, so I will continue to do my... Um, I've been doing a lot of work. My spirit has been telling me to get out of my head and get into my body. So that's what I've been doing. I've been doing a lot of dancing, get back into my dancing, um, speaking to my body. Because to me, ultimately, it's like teaching me to really connect the relationship I have with myself, the relationship with my body, any parts of my, the essence of me that I have been neglecting, right? I've been feeding my mental for so long, but it's like, what about your emotional body? What about your physical body? What about, you know, and how do your mind, your body, and your spirit work together? Are they in harmony? Are they dis? Are they um, 
not working together do your mind want to do something but your body don't move do you know so it's like how do i start to learn to have a a beautiful relationship within myself to find that harmony within because all of this season this time is showing me and the way people are showing up in my life is 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 allow me to pull things from the shadow of how i've not had harmony within or where i need to work on you know all this triggering um so yeah anyway i just wanted to share that and i will continue i guess this is like a blog um transparency is something that i'm i'm used to when i'm going through phases in my life of growth i'm always so used to keeping it to myself and um going you know going through it i've always come out on top but i go through it within my own self um and and then i'm you know going through it and keep it moving but i've been compelled to like share and be transparent right now and this is new for me especially like in this podcast whatever um but i like it um so I will continue to share.